So how do you attract new business so you constantly don't have to chase it? Hi, I'm Mike Cuevas, the Real Estate Marketing Dude, and this podcast is all about building a strong personal brand people have come to know, like, trust, and most importantly, refer. But remember, it is not their job to remember what you do for a living, it's your job to remind them. Let's get started. Let me tell you, there's nothing worse in the real estate business than when someone forgets what it is you do for a living or better yet, didn't even know. So whether you're a lender, real estate agent, investor, basically anyone in a referral-based business, these principles are going to apply. But this is going to be the case for why we create content consistently that builds our brand and we keep our content in front of people that are responsible for sending us new business, repeat business, and referrals. The more content we create, the easier it is and the more marketable uh, to attract business and the more marketable you become as a real estate agent. If you guys have uh, not met me before, my name is Mike Cuevas. I've been licensed since 2002. I'm one of those dinosaurs in the real estate industry. So I'm a recovering realtor and broker owner. And over the last five years, We've been helping real estate agents create a whole lot of content, mainly in the form of video. We script, we edit, we distribute video, and we've done over 2,000, maybe even 2,500 different videos for people spread out around the country when it comes to content creation. Um, I'm the founder of Referral Suite, which is a software platform that allows, uh, it makes content creation easier. I will show you guys what that is at the end of this uh, training. And for those of you that want to uh, pursue or look at that in more advanced, if you're having trouble creating content, um, I would love you to join our community. But I've been in this business for a long time, guys. I've had brokerages, teams, and I know what works and what doesn't. And um, what I'm going to share with you today is what I've learned over the last 20 plus years um, of in this business and uh, how I've applied creating content literally to every single real estate agent I've ever worked with in my brokerages, on my teams, um, the ones I'm working with now across the country. And everyone has the same results because I believe that real estate is nothing more than a giant popularity contest. And um, in a business where 87 percent of agents fail. Um, I believe that's very simple. I think they're chasing the wrong people from the get-go. So what we're going to start about is um, how do you avoid the peaks and valleys, especially as we approach a recession within the real estate business? Because when you have a large personal brand, it is recession-proof. Despite what the market does, you will always have clients. And this is the reason why you want to focus your time on where the highest return on investment is going to be. Um, it's not going to be through cold calling. It's not through door knocking. It's not through implementing the latest, greatest uh, technology, AI or super duper website or the best autoresponder with text messaging automation. All of that stuff, you guys, when it comes to business, in my opinion, is just noise. I love that stuff, but I'm talking about building the base of your real estate business. And the reality is, is the vast majority of business is right in front of you. These charts are from NAR, National Association of Realtors. And this is talking about where sellers found their real estate agent. 39% were referred from a friend, 24% they used in the past. That right there is 63% without going through the rest of the sources of business right here. And it's no different for buyers. Buyers, you see over 53% are referred or they used in the past, but there's still a lot more attraction-based items right here. And I'm going to summarize those all for you. And here's what these charts say. 51% of business on average comes from the form of referrals, 12% from repeat business. 3% of transactions arouse from strategic alliances. That is like a mortgage broker or a reload company. Um, 
you know, uh, referring you out. 10% for signage, believe it or not. 4% from an open house. In both cases, over 74% of people come from people you already know, or transactions, I mean, closed, comes from people you already know, used in the past, or that you've personally met, right? So what is the most important thing to do in real estate? And it's to stay in front of the people you already know, like, and trust because everybody lives somewhere. The problem, though, that we all have is, well, what do I send them? How do I stay in touch with them? Because I don't know how to do anything else other than just talk about interest rates, real estate, or turn back the clock emails. This is why we create content, folks. See, what do you think happens when you go MIA or out of sight, out of mind? What happens when you stop communicating with your database? Well, they stop sending you business and they keep they start forgetting what it is that you do for a living. And just because um, you don't have to talk about real estate, but you can't not you can't stop talking at the same time. You see, as an independent real estate agent or lender, you are in charge of your own personal brand. Your brokerage is going to do anything for you. Therefore, it's going to rely on you to constantly build your own personal brand because it's not your database's job to remember what you do for a living. It is your job to remind them to. And this is why we create content. See, when we're creating content, at least the way I'm going to explain it to you right here in the rest of this training is we're not doing it to generate leads. What we are doing it to for, and we're creating content, is to generate attention and notoriety so that when people think of the term real estate, they associate our name or our brand with it. That's it. We're not fighting for leads. We fight for the attention of our friends, our family, our database, and our local community because top of mind brand awareness or attention equals conversations, which eventually equals referrals. And over 80% of people will hire the first agent they speak with. This is not theory when I'm explaining to you guys. This is mathematical because of these stats. And these are what I want you to um, get out of anything if you're going to remember anything from this training. And that's 10 to 15% of the population moves each and every year. But 100% of the population knows someone they can refer a realtor to. This means... 10 to 15% of your Facebook friends, your IG followers, 10 to 15% of your email list, 10 to 15% of the people you walk across in the grocery store or you sit next to at your kids' sporting events, they're moving this year. But 100% of the people that you know or come into contact with know someone that they can refer business to. And that is why attention is so important in this business, especially in a referral-based business. So if you do the math, people move every six to nine years. So I want you just to look at your own network. If you have 1,000 friends in your Facebook uh, friends list, well, 10 to 15% of them are moving. That means 100 to 150 people of them are moving. But all 1,000 of them have a referral for you. Now, if people are going to move every six to nine years, do the math. There's always a percentage of people within your existing relationships that are going to be moving and most won't even know it yet. There are these things called life events, marriages, uh, new kids, having a baby, getting a divorce, losing a job. These are good and bad life events, but when a life event happens, people move. And when they do, 80% of them are going to hire the first person they meet with. Wouldn't it be nice if that your name comes to mind immediately upon 
you know, anyone thinking of the term real estate or lending. Well, that's what happens when you create a whole lot of content. And what we're talking about here, you guys, is marketing versus advertising. We're not talking about creating content to say, come buy my stuff, interest rates, buy, 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 sell, buy, sell, buy, sell. Because when we're always selling, people start tuning us out. But when we create engaging content that reminds people we're in real estate at the same time it creates engagement and we stay in front of those people, we start attracting business. And what I'm talking about is creating content consistently, not just through social media. Social media is a part of it, but creating content consistently through social media, video email, and even using direct mail to keep our brand at the forefront of people and literally be everywhere all the time. This is what it takes to build a fully attraction-based business. But we don't, uh, where most people fail is this, is that when we're creating content, we're usually creating it or when people immediately result to start creating it in the, in the form of a sales message. No, we don't need to sell our services on, online or through any of the content we create. We need to add value with the content we create so that people think of us first. That's it, okay? And when we're marketing and creating content, we're not creating content to sell people directly who receive that content a house. We're creating content to receive their referral business because everybody can refer you business. And when you start chasing referrals versus direct business, you start telling stories. All right. The other way where you fail to be consistent is that, um, or people just fail to be consistent is where most fail. See, content creation requires two things. It requires an audience, a group of people, which everybody listening to this has. We all have a Facebook friend list, a, a wedding list, or, or a funeral list, I like to say. But without being consistent in communication to that list, it doesn't work either. So consistent communication to the same audience over time is exactly how you build a large personal brand that people know, like, trust, remember, and refer. But the real, real problem here is what do you say? How do you do it? And that's what we're going to chat about um, today. So what do you send them, right? How do you nurture a relationship after the transaction? I just saw a crazy stat the other day. It said 80% of buyers forgot their agent's name in six months. That's very difficult to generate a referral from somebody that doesn't even know your first name. So we're, again, the reason why we create content is to remain on top of mind and create engagement and stay on top of people so they don't forget we exist, okay? So we're gonna get out of real estate. I'm gonna explain this to you in a very easy example. And whether you're... Um, a bye-bye baby person or Bed Bath & Beyond, you probably have this happen to you. Um, I think Bed Bath & Beyond, I mean, uh, buy or Best Buy, uh, I think does the exact same marketing plan. But regardless of uh, what it is, I want you to, to look at this because Bye Bye Baby sends me a 20% off coupon at least once a month, maybe even twice a month. I don't know how many they send, but they're doing it consistently. And for whatever reason, I never throw the coupon out. And just like you, you probably have a junk drawer and you open it up and whether it's Bye Bye Baby or Bed Bath & Beyond or one of these stores, you have some 20% off coupons that are just sitting in your kitchen drawer. First question I says, why do I have this? Why don't I just throw this out? Well, it's because there's 20% off, there's value. So I stock it and I store it in the drawer. And essentially Bye Bye Baby's farming me with direct mail. Now, I don't ever think of another baby store because this is all I think of because they're all over me, but they also send those same coupons to my email. And um, when I get to the store and I go buy my new diapers or whatever the hell I'm buying at Bye Bye Baby, um, I never, I always forget to bring the 20% off coupon, but I always remember to scan my email for the same coupon because I just give them that coupon and I still get my 20% off. 
And when I leave Bye Bye Baby, what they do is they start farming me. Like I start seeing their ads on social media. They start retargeting me through a display network. I see them all over Google. And that's just because I just transacted with them. So they put me into a custom audience so they can retarget me online and be everywhere. Point being is that what they're doing is they're farming me. They're farming me through direct mail, vid email, and social media, right? And the reason why they're doing this is because they generate more sales and referrals from marketing their existing clientele or customers than they do trying to acquire new ones. Folks, what if you were just to copy this plan in front of the 150 to 300 people that you know, and you started farming them through social media, email, and direct mail? Would it work? Absolutely. It's worked with all 500 people I've ever tested this with plus. And the reason for that is because everybody has a database full of relationships. If you're in real estate, I just showed you the stats of where business comes from. And the most uh, successful agents also tend to have something in common. They're also the most popular agents or they have the most amount of attention on their brand. See, you're the best thing about real estate is that you already have a built-in book of business. The question is whether or not they know you, know of you, and know that they can refer or do business with you. Because I just said over 80% of people hire the first person they come into contact with, much of which they are referred to, they personally know, or personally met in one of the sources I showed you about earlier. And all we're really talking about doing here to create a strong personal brand is to stay on top of mind with people we already know through content creation and putting that content in front of them so that when they think of real estate, they think of us. That's it. This is not rocket science. This is 100% a popularity contest. You see, the reason why people refer us business, whether it's real estate, a couch, a vacation, or a brand new restaurant is because they like you personally, or they're satisfied with your past service. Like for you to get referred, people have to like you or like what you're doing right? They also have to like the person that they're asking for a referral. And deep down, we are all wired in our DNA to help others solve problems. You know, there's a reason why we refer other things, people. There's a reason why um, when people ask me, hey, Mike, did you ever, do you know where this is that I go out of my way to help them? And it's because that's the way God made me. That's the way God made you. And we're all wired to just naturally help other people. So naturally, when a referral comes about, that's why so many people raise their hand. And if you don't believe me, you could go out and go on your Facebook account right now and go ahead and ask for an electrician referral or a plumber referral. And you're going to realize that you're going to get about 10 to 15 names within the next two hours. And the reason that my first question is, is why do so many people have their plumbers or electricians phone number on standby? It's not that they have it on standby. It's that they're going out of their way to help you um, with the referral. And it's no different in real estate. But there are three things that have to occur when someone is going to refer or do business with you directly. And one is they have to notice a conversation about real estate and then immediately think of you at that time. And then they have to introduce you into the services or, or into the conversation, I mean. Now, how many people talk about real estate on a daily basis. And one of the reasons why real estate is such a highly referral business is because it's an emotional transaction. And when people are moving, including you and me, we talk about it quite a lot. And we're talking about it um, quite a bit because the truth is, is that like, hey dude, you're moving. <laughs> uh, and anytime you are moving, well, that is something that is very emotional and you're gonna talk about it naturally. So that's why this is so important, guys. All right, so um, when you create a whole lot of content, you being top of mind happens a lot more naturally than if you don't create content. And let me just ask you, who's more referable? 
The agent that has a blog and has done 25 videos over the past three months or the agent that doesn't even have a social media account? Who's going to do more business? Obviously, it's going to be the one that's creating a lot of content or buzz around their brand. And that's what we're getting at, folks. See, the value of each relationship that you have in your business, whether um, it's 10 of them or 300 of them, but the average of every relationship, I believe, is a minimum of $25,000 <laughs> for what I'm about to tell you. The average person buys two to five properties over the course of their lifetime. And in an average sale price of $200,000, which is extremely, extremely low, that would mean each individual, if they were to use you for all two to five of those purchases, should be valued at about $25,000. That would be what you would recognize in closed uh, GCI from those relationships. However, that does not count the value that each relationship has the ability to introduce you to another person you could do the same thing with. That's why the value of relationships in real estate is such a powerful thing. Because when we break the math down, here's how it works. If people move every six to nine years, it's just a numbers game. If you have 100 people that truly know what you do, let's just say 100 people on your Facebook account, 100 people on your email list. Well, how many of them are moving this year? Well, six to nine. But out of those same 100 people, all of them know someone that they could refer you to that you may be able to do the same thing with. See, I don't need to have a million people to know what I'm doing or how, that I'm in real estate. I need to have an engaged group of a few hundred, if that. And I could have a very successful, stable, and consistent career. See, people are going to use and hire an agent to the tune of over 85%. So the question is, is it going to be you or somebody else? And this is the reason why we create content. So I want to get through and show you guys a couple different things um, when we and uh, the type of content that I'm talking about creating. We're going to start with social media first, but I think I made the, the case here to show you why it's important to create content. And whether you're creating content on Facebook or, or uh, Instagram, wherever your social platforms are that you're on, I want you to view each platform as just a, a place for you to generate business because everyone that sees your content on that platform lives somewhere. And most, most of which are people that you should already have an acquaintance with or people that you already know. And when 80% of them are going to hire the first person they meet with, I think the math makes complete common sense. Now, it's the content that we're creating on social that makes all of the difference. And that's what I want to spend some time um, with you about right here. What kind of content do you create on social media? Well, Video marketing is huge. Um, if you go ahead and look, like look in the top right, that's a Jen Almeida. That's her first post she ever made, her first video she ever made. And she got 59 comments and five shares on the very first video. Now, of those 59 comments and five shares, she probably had over 1,000, uh, 1,200, 1,500 views of that video. Of those 1,500 views, 10 to 15% of them are moving this year and 100% of them have a referral for her. So the question is never a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Right. So creating video content on social media is extremely powerful to do. Um, in recent months, creating short form video content has been very powerful. Using things like Instagram and Facebook Reels, I'm getting 6x or 10x even the amount of views posting the same video as a reel as I am on as a regular post. Right. So short form content is very, very um, popular right now. 
But if you're not doing video, there's a lot of other things you could be doing as well that don't necessarily involve you having to get up on a soapbox and selling your services. Nobody wants to be on the end of a sales pitch, but everyone wants to be involved in engagement. And when you're looking at some of these posts, I want to give you some ideas that you can go ahead and create, and we'll give you a whole lot more after this, but house of the month, kitchen of the month, view of the month, neighborhood of the month, getting funny little memes that are sort of reminding people you're in real estate. You see, most of this content is going to fall into one or two categories. It's either entertaining or it's engaging. And as long as it's one of the two, you're going to win. It's when you're making blanket statements like just listed, just sold, where you're only getting two comments, both of which are the real estate agent trying to recruit you to their brokerage or broker owner or the title company or mortgage rep trying to earn your business. Those are the only people commenting on that type of content because it's not engaging. And quite frankly, the more of the sales type pitch content and non-engagement that you create, you're just checking a box because your coach told you to. The reality is, is that when you start creating content and it creates engagement and people start watching it, it's just a matter of time until a certain percentage of them start referring and needing your services directly because of which the vast majority are going to hire someone they already know. Social media is nothing more than just a place, in my opinion, just to tell people what you do for a living in a fun, cool, <clears throat> and engaging way where they can see the real you. And it shouldn't be used... Uh, to put up a front, it should always be used just to show the true you. And becoming a good storyteller and creating content and getting the practice of reminding people you're in real estate versus telling them is where I believe the holy grail is at. So the key is don't try so hard, right? Um, post as much as possible, but a minimum of three real estate related posts a, month, a week or stories, I guess. Uh, follow the 80-20 rule. I mean, I'd say 10 to 15 posts a month. That's one every other day. But the more content you create on social, the better it's going to do for you. The more eyeballs, the more engagement. I mean, that's what it comes down to. What I don't believe works is hiring somebody else to go out and post for you that sounds nothing like you. That's just creating very boilerplate templated content that nobody resonates with. So I don't believe you can build a personal brand outsourcing social media. I think you have to, to an extent, be involved in the content you create, the posts you make, because that's what people are going to respond to. And be be honest, like people know you. They know when someone's not you posting. And you'll notice that too. Just look at all your other profiles and look at the ones you're like, oh, that's definitely not that person. So where do you post this stuff at? You post it everywhere you're at. This includes, if you're on Facebook, for example, Post your personal page and your business page and do them separately. There's no sharing to one or another. Every social media profile you have, you got to treat like a different account. And just because they're part of Facebook doesn't mean you just share everything. You upload organically to every single spot. So if I'm doing long form or meme-like content, I'm, I'm taking to my personal page, my business page. I'm putting them in all the groups I'm in. I'm putting them to my Instagram. If I'm on LinkedIn, I'm dropping it off there. But if I'm just doing short form content and I know I'm posting on TikTok, IG Reels, Facebook Reels, and YouTube Shorts, right? So you have to have a distribution strategy based upon the content you're creating. Um, but just know that regardless of what you're creating, you're broadcasting it wherever your brand is. See, the math on this is very simple. 10 to 15% of the people who see your content will be moving this year, but 100% of them will have a referral for you. So I want you to look at your annual social media marketing plan or your 
or your monthly for that is. And just know these two numbers because if you were to get 100,000 views over the course of the next 12 months, well, 10 to 15% of those views are moving this year and 100% of those views could have a referral for you. I want you to be motivated by chasing attention, chasing views because they always all lead to business. Now, social is just one aspect of, of marketing. And you know you have to be consistent on there, whether you're creating meme content, social content, video content, images, pictures, all of it is reminding, but it's not the only place to stay in touch with your database and to nurture them. The truth is, is that very smaller percentage of your social media friends, and in, in, uh, unless you're running ads, will see your content, usually under the 20% mark, which is why you want to take on a multi-prong approach here. Now, the second channel that you want to market your database to is video email. Now, why do we use video email as opposed to any other type of email service. And it's 100% because it gets more opens, more engagement. And it's the only type of email where you could put your face, body language, and tonality to somebody else, which is extremely powerful for brand awareness and attracting attention. So who you're going to send your video emails to are family, friends, past coworkers, past clients. Basically, if you have someone that you believe they should be referring or doing business with you, well, they 100% need to be on your email list. And what we don't want to do on emails is send them a bunch of spam-like content. What we do want to do on emails is send them content that will actually enhance their day or add value to their lives, all right? And sometimes that could be as simple as a new restaurant opening. It could be a joke. It could be a holiday greeting. But you want to be sending about one to two video emails a month and this will all go to your nurturing list of databases. You know, you could do holidays, um, simply copy the Hallmark greeting card strategy. I did that for five years of my career, and it worked very well. Valentine's Day, Groundhog's Day, Christmas, Easter, 4th of July, Veterans Day. But pick the holidays that match more up to your brand. If you're a veteran, you're probably going to always be creating content on veteran, memorial, 4th of July, American-based holidays, President Day, right? But if you are um, you know, have a totally different personality, you don't service the veteran niche at all, maybe you're a, a jokester, maybe you're a comedian, maybe you're funny. Well, then you would probably create all the content on all the off-the-wall holidays, like Groundhog's Day, like Popcorn Day, like Star Wars Day. That would be a cool, funny way to remind your database that you're in real estate without having to be too overly burdening with it. You could do a local video series. We create content for people all over the country who are creating uh, neighborhood tours. Excuse me. Neighborhood tours. Um, business owner interviews. Um, anything within the local community. Na uh, new restaurant openings. Um events, local community events that are coming up. Anything within the local community would brand you perfectly as a real estate agent because that's what a real estate agent is. They're a community expert. Those add a lot of value. Um, special announcements, um, real estate. Uh, if you are going to talk about real estate, I like doing like major announcements in the industry, like interest rate reduction, stuff like that. Things of newsworthy topics, but just think about it. One to two video emails a month. And here's the most important thing is that the content you're creating, make it be creative. Don't make it be boring. Like don't send bad real estate monthly news update. Like don't say 
today's interest rate, market update. No one wants a market update, guys, until they're in the market to buy a new house, okay? So stop sending them market updates and start sending them stuff that's a little bit more personable. Now, your subject line is absolutely going to be the um, crucial piece of that email. That and having a video with it will increase your open rates. And we're seeing over 40% open rate on our video emails at Referral Suite because of two things. We're creating uh, content to a warm list, people we already know, that isn't necessarily overburdening. And we're creating more entertaining and engaging like emails. That's it, okay? This is not rocket science, but we are just nurturing. Now, if you are to send a video email, this could be a schedule you could follow. You could do nine holidays. You could do a once a month update if you wanted to. You could do a spring and a winter email. But however way you want to chop it off, one to two times a month, which should give you anywhere between 15 and 21 total video email touches throughout the course of the year. Now, the national average for emails open rates is about 13%, which means 87% of your people aren't watching your stuff, which means what's the point of sending them in the first place? We're seeing a 40% open rate using just what I showed you right there. And of that 40% open rate, if you have roughly 200 people on your email list, 10 to 15% of them are moving and 100% of them have a referral for you. Those are the two numbers I want you to memorize and repeat and never forget because it's only those two numbers that you'll be motivated to keep creating content. Because once you understand that attention equals transactions, you'll understand and be motivated to go ahead and continue to create that. Now, the third channel, and uh, one of the most effective is direct mail. How many people are still getting direct mail today? Well, everybody last I checked, and that's why I like it. Because mailboxes are wide open. Now, let's first talk about who you're going to send these to. Past clients 100% need to be on your direct mail address uh, or list. Uh, close friends, basically anyone that you have a strong relationship with. If you'd invite them to your wedding or funeral and you had an unlimited budget, they 100% need to be on your direct mail list. And the reason why I love direct mail is because 100% of them will receive your postcard before they throw it in the trash, okay? And that is amazing for branding. Now, it's the same concept of why Bed Bath & Beyond sends me 20% off coupons. I don't throw them away. I always remember they're, they're, they exist. And um, it's a great way to farm or nurture me because I don't cheat on them with any other Bed Bath & Beyond place either, do I? So what kind of content? Holiday greeting cards, postcards based on fun facts, gifts, gummy bears. What you don't want to send them are just listed database or turn back your clock emails and talk to them one to one and a half times a month. One a month will do just fine for direct mail. And the reason why it's so powerful is because 100% of people will receive it. They will all physically engage with it in a direct mail, at least with our system, costs about $12 a year per contact. Now, here's the ROI on this, though, because I want you to see is if you had 100 people on your list, and you sent them one postcard a month, that would equate to roughly $1,200 annually. Now, of those 100 people, six to nine of them are moving, or 10 to 15% of them are moving, I mean. And six to nine move every uh, seven years. What's my ROI going to be? I would need to generate one deal, one, to pretty much get like a 500,000% ROI. See, we have to invest in our brands in order for them to return a positive ROI in them. And how we do that is through content creation. See, people 
create content consistently. And the more content you create around your brand, the more marketable and referable you become. All I'm doing is just sharing with you on how we're systematically creating content and then distributing that content through video email, direct mail, and social media so that people never forget what we exist. And of which 10 to 15% are moving, 100% of them have a referral for you. Do this for 12 months in a row and watch what happens to your business. You know, people always often say is, hey, how do I stay consistent? How do I generate more business? Well, you stay consistent in the content you create. And in almost every single time that I've seen this play true or through, I have yet to see it not work for somebody because everybody knows a real estate agent, but it's the real estate agent that is known the most, that is the most marketable and referable, who always generates the most amount of business. Thank you for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. If you need help with video or finding out what your brand is, visit our website at www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We make branding and video content creation simple and do everything for you. So if you have any additional questions, visit the site, download the training, and then schedule time to speak with a dude and get you rolling in your local marketplace. Thanks for watching another episode of the podcast. We'll see you next time.